Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. You know what the weirdest thing to me, the most bizarre thing about the midterm is? It's the way Republicans are acting. Like, this is all very normal. It was just, you know, people went to the polls, and we had a normal election, and people took a look at our candidates and and voted accordingly. Why, what were they trying to say, Martha? I don't know, John. Let's analyze it. But this was not a normal election. That is the biggest lie of all. The one that drives me nuts every time I turn on the TV. Most maddeningly, it's our side telling this lie. Our side doing the most pretending that this was a normal election. There's one critical factor nobody's talking about. As they hammer Trump over the head for the supposed disaster, the candidates he endorsed were. Why, this must be some kind of reflection of what the voters think of Trump. Maybe. But nobody on our side is talking about the truly historic nature of this election. This is the first time we ran with canceled candidates. Candidates so censored, it was difficult for anybody to find them on the internet. Wait, which candidates were censored again? Trump's endorsees. Most of our Senate candidates were censored. Trump's were really censored. By Google. I'll get to that in a minute. Let me set this up. Everybody's got a theory on why we didn't win the Senate, even though we won the popular vote, something we haven't done in my lifetime in a midterm election. The Democrats always outvote us. The reason they don't always win control of the houses is because their voters are so clustered together on the coasts and in dense blue cities. Thank God for that, or they'd have controlled the country a long time ago. So they always beat us in a popular vote, except this year we beat them, and not by little, by five stinking million votes. So how did we lose the Senate? I mean, these numbers are incredible. We gained a full four percentage points among black voters, 10 percentage points among Hispanics. We gained 17 among Asians. And Jewish voters voted for us at the highest rate they have in over 40 years. It's stunning. But we lost the Senate. How? Well, the prevailing wisdom, if you want to listen to the talking heads on TV, is that Trump endorsed a lot of those candidates. So we just don't like Trump, so we scare rid of Trump. Wait a minute. Those Senate candidates all have something else in common. They ran canceled. The first candidates ever to do so. No one's talking about it. The Media Research Center did a shocking, and quite frankly, from my perspective, 
terrifying piece of research here. And what they found was that Google manipulated search results and buried the GOP Senate campaign sites in 83% of top Senate races. So if you wanted to know who was running in your state or you saw somebody running in your state, you can't find them, especially Trump's endorsees. Their researchers caught Google burying 10 of the 12 Senate Republican Republican Party candidates' websites while highlighting their opponents' campaign sites in organic search results. It was so bad that in 10 of the 12 Senate Republican Party candidates' campaign websites were either not on page one of the search results at all or so low, you'd have to go down a screen to see them. Seven of the 12 Republican Party candidates' campaign websites did not appear on page one at all, while Democrats... Theirs were all in the top six. Nobody's talking about this, and everyone on our side should. It's got to be part of the debate. The Media Research Center only looked at websites. They didn't look at campaign videos. They didn't look at YouTube. They didn't look at mentions. They didn't look at anything but that. What else did Google do? Because you know, damn Skippy, they didn't stop there. How do we run? with canceled candidates. Because we're not talking about it, don't get it so much more worse in 2024. We'll, we'll, we'll just raise money and we'll... Uh, no, you won't. Google got caught by NC State. Remember, they run Gmail, burying GOP fundraising emails. These are the emails people opted in to get. They wanted the emails. It was estimated in 2020 alone, it cost Republicans a billion dollars in fundraising. So forget the part about raising money and reaching to people some other way. Good luck with that. Their fundraising is being canceled. Their faces, their sites canceled. While the talking heads on TV pretend, New York Post, everybody pretends this was just all very normal and everything that happened was Trump's fault. Well, I got news for these dimkuses. If we don't talk about this, if we don't fight this fight now, all of our candidates, including their country clubbers that they like to run, they're eventually going to be canceled too. But I'm getting ahead of myself. The central question I want to ask in this podcast, because Trump announced last night, is how do you run with a canceled candidate? I don't know the answer. Now, hold on. This is not a knock at Trump. Stick with me and you'll see what I'm talking about. If they canceled us 83% of the time, our Senate candidates, almost all of them Trump endorsees, what will 24 look like? Uh, about zero presence online for us. I'm telling you, this is why we lost the Senate in part. There was also voter fraud stuff we're going to get into tomorrow. But let's look at Trump himself. Those of you who've been with me for a long time remember the absolute joy with which I broadcast in the months after Trump's 2016 victory. When the media admitted, and back then there was no filters on social media politically, the media admitted that Trump had beaten Hillary using social media mentions. And the numbers were off the charts. People following him around, watching his videos. It was unbelievable. It gave me chills. Trump was so huge that he took the media sites that covered him with him. And for the first time, when the hits report came out the month after the election, let me just recap this. Breitbart News, The Gateway Pundit, The Daily Wire. They were all in the top 100 websites in America. Not top 100 media websites. Top websites. More hits than Home Depot.com, Bank of America, and Walmart.com. That's parody. We'd achieved it. 
And the second we did, our guy won. Why? We make a heck of a lot more sense than the other side does. And in a fair debate, we'll crush him every time. In fact, the only two mainstream media websites that beat ours were NewYorkTimes.com and MSN.com. We crushed the rest. We'd finally achieved parity. And I began screaming before Trump was even sworn in. This is the fight. This is the fight. They're going to cancel us. And I knew it because the first thing that the FBI did after that 2016 election was announce an investigation into Breitbart for peddling Russian disinformation. I don't know whatever came of that. I can't find any mention of it, but I knew what was coming. And now it's here. Trump's successful strategy in 2016 was completely dependent on social media. They have completely taken that from him. But, 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 yeah, but he got 10 million more votes, uh, like 10 million more votes in 2020. Yeah, he wasn't canceled then. They didn't cancel him until after the election. They started. They took down over 30 of his tweets and none of Biden's. But he wasn't full on canceled. He is now. What does that mean? I'd argue that it's led to the worst of his gaffes lately. Just stick with me here. I'm not arguing against Trump. They'll do this to DeSantis if he runs too. That's not my point, but stick with me. The media now has absolute total control over Trump's reach. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Total veto power. They simply ignore it most of the time. That's why DeSantis has been able to rise like he has. There's a virtual blackout of Trump on Fox News. Why? They can't. They can literally cancel him, along with the rest of the media. So what has Trump done to get around that? Because the only outlet he has is True Social, and that's nice and all. So the one to two million people who love him most might hear from him from time to time, but nobody else. So what does it mean? Well, lately it means that Trump has had to say increasingly outrageous things just to get covered, just to get his message across. Like the near racist comments that he made about Mitch McConnell's wife. Trump can't think too terribly of her, of Elaine Chow, because he appointed her transportation secretary. And yet he bashed her using what could arguably be called a racist slur. Why? Because he knew he had to, to get the media to cover him. He was desperate to, because Ron DeSantis was front and center all the time. And he has to do this to be heard. Like, for instance, Trump called Nancy Pelosi. Remember, her husband had just been attacked. People Most of the nation thinks that's real. It's not. We'll find that out uh, when they're finally forced to release the officer's body cam. We're going to find out that this really was, as Paul Pelosi called the the supposed home invader, his friend. This was either his gay lover or his drug dealer. We're going to find all that out when it doesn't matter anymore. But what did Trump say about Nancy Pelosi in the days before the election? He called her an animal. Bam! Media coverage. He knew he'd get it. But this is what he has to do to get it. They will only cover racial slurs or whatever confirms their narrative. Keep in mind, most of the country at this time is so deluded that they had sympathy for Pelosi or they don't know what exactly happened. Well, folks, this is what the 2024 campaign of a canceled president is going to look like. Having to say increasingly outrageous stuff that are, you know, they're deliberate things, but they look like gaffes just to get his name in the media. 
But, 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 but they just covered the Trump announcement speech. Yeah, it's the first Trump anything they've covered in a while, except for the goofy looking gaffes, which aren't really gaffes. It's just Trump trying to find any way to get coverage to get an angle on DeSantis. The reason they covered the speech is because they believe that it hurts Herschel Walker, who's still trying to win that last Senate seat in Georgia. They believe this because Herschel Walker, Trump's endorsee, didn't get 50% and also because Trump lost Georgia. That's why they covered it. And they will. They'll continue to cover it right up until the December 6 runoff, in which case he'll be shut back in the closet again, only to reappear when he says something usefully outrageous, which he will. This, like it or not, is going to be the vicious cycle of 2024. It won't work. And this is what drives me absolutely bonkers listening to the coverage, whether it's CNN or Fox News. They're treating Trump like a normal candidate. Like he's just a guy who's going to be out there in a fair fight and a fair race with, you know, Joe Biden or somebody else. He's he's not. He's not going to be out anywhere. They'll only let him out of the cancellation closet when he says something outrageous, which he will do because it's his only shot. That is like entering a foot race without a leg. Am I arguing against Trump? Nah. They may well cancel DeSantis the way we've allowed them to cancel everyone else. I'm simply asking the question, how do we run with a canceled candidate? The immediate problem is Trump and his reaction to being canceled. But this problem will metastasize. It already did in the Senate. The class, the group of Senate candidates that got canceled, that got censored, all lost. And the Democrats learned from that. Now, the only real recourse we have, given the completely corrupt leadership that we have on the GOP side, is in court. Well, this morning, I interviewed our state attorney general, a guy by the name of Alan Wilson. And I asked him, what are y'all going to do? We're running out of time. He had just won a lawsuit against Google to stop them from tracking you. So good for him. And he said, well, uh, and and this is the way it is for most AGs. And he's not wrong about this. He said, listen, I got a limited budget. I can't take on big tech all by myself. I got to get multiple AGs together to go in on these lawsuits. And he said, look, I can't tell you right now, but we're all working on something. Well, fuck, this has been going on since right after 2020. It's been um, two years since Trump was canceled. And they've done nothing as we watched our candidates get canceled. Our fundraising emails get canceled. The Republican Party lose a billion dollars alone in the 2020 cycle. I don't know what it's going to be in the 2022 cycle as Fetterman outspends us four to one. And nobody says anything. And it's us. It's our side. Our side that pretends this is normal. And the reason they're doing it is because they want Trump to stay canceled. And by they, I mean Fox News. Now, by they, I mean those who make their living, like Kaylee McEnany on Fox News. That's the party line. Only Trump caused the outcome in the midterms. And we will not speak of cancellation, or we barely will. We'll pretend, pretend, pretend it's normal. And this is exactly what the Democrats want, what they need. An interesting debate here is whether they dare cancel DeSantis before the election. Oh, I fully expect if he's the nominee, they'll cancel his ads just like they did the senatorial ads because they got away with it with not a peep out of the GOP leadership. Would they dare cancel DeSantis himself, though? Folks, this is why he surged ahead of Trump. He's, I like him a lot. He's a great guy. He is not canceled, and Trump is. That is how he's become almost the de facto leader of our party. So what happens if DeSantis passes Trump, and now he's our nominee? 
Do they dare cancel him? Does the GOP leadership let them? Look, it's going to be a little harder to cancel DeSantis um, because he's such a nice guy. I think there might be some public sympathy for him if he gets canceled. But if he gets canceled, nobody's going to see him. So they'll forget about him. Folks, this is a major problem. We have got to address it. How do we run with canceled candidates? And how do we run with the single most canceled man on earth? Donald Trump. I mean, aside from maybe Alex Jones, Donald Trump as our nominee. The answer is simple. We need to face it. We can't. We can't do it. And we're running out of time. So one final thought. Don't send me a text or an email saying, but, 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 he'll, he'll just go do his rallies. Yeah, no one will see them on YouTube. That's how they heard his message in 2016 and 2020. Because even though he was heavily censored, you could still go get them. Not anymore. Total cancellation. A man who is not there. Except when he says quasi-racist things. with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 